0: My name is Frederick Washington, and I am a field minister at Piedmont Correctional Institution in Salisbury, North Carolina. About a month ago, I was listening to Stephen Frederick, the pastor of Elevation Church, preach on Genesis 37th chapter, fifth verse, which reads, now Joseph had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. Well. In order for them to hate him even more they had to hate him already and the reason why his brothers hated him because Joseph was the second youngest son of his father's and he was his father's favorite son and his oldest brothers did not like that and and when God gave Joseph a dream saying that he will rule over his brothers rule over his family and rule over the nation of Israel his brothers hated him more and they plotted to kill him but they eventually sold him into slavery the sermon was entitled the danger of dreams his sermon on the dream of Joseph reminded me about a dream that God gave me as a child see I was working on a message called is God real a part sermon a part testimony Based on the fact that people sometimes question the reality of God because they cannot fathom how an all loving, all powerful, all knowing God could allow pain and suffering in the world that he created if he truly existed. My message today is, is God real? When I was a young boy, God gave me a dream. I was called to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. As a youth, I envisioned myself as a minister of deliverance. I wanted to heal sick people. And I walked around my small neighborhood praying for elder citizens who were sick or not feeling well, imitating the television ministries of that day, Oral Roberts and A.A. Allen. Soon. I was recruited into a children fighting ring by one of my uncles who gambled on the fights. They must didn't have any dogs or chickens to fight, so they decided to fight children. A few years later, during an Easter speech practice at, uh, at my church, I was told that I was too dumb to say an Easter speech at that church and asked to leave. And, and, at the laughter of my peers. (laughs) Because I did not study for my speech. See, I did not know anything about spiritual warfare at that time, but a battle will be in ways for my soul. The next thing I know, I was sitting in church one day. I do not remember the sermon, what the sermon was about. But I do remember that a spirit of perception began to show me the ungodly acts of our pastor, a senior deacon, male deacon in the church, and a female Sunday school teacher. I'm not going to go into what that spirit of perception showed me, but uh, when I left church that day, I walked away from God, I walked away from my dream, and I walked away the church as a place to practice uh, my belief. As time moved on, I became a street fighter, a thief, a drinker, a pot smoker, a manipulator, a womanizer, and Muhammad Ali replaced Jesus as my favorite hero. During my high school days in the early 70s, a sect of people were calling my grandmother's house threatening to burn it down and to kill me because of my unpopular dating habits. Yet God was with me as I carelessly lived my life. The fact that I had a dream, Satan attacked. I did not pursue my dream and God stayed with me is what parallels my story with that of Joseph's in Genesis. Thirty-seven chapter, 5th verse. Joseph nor I asked God for our dreams, and neither one of us pursued our dreams, but the dreams pursued us. You know Joseph's story. His dreams came true. He ruled over his brothers, his family, and the nation of Israel, as God had revealed to him in that dream. You see, godly dreams are importantly real whether we remember them or pursue them or not. He has a way of pursuing those he called when they are not pursuing him. With Joseph, it was his grace and mercy in the most difficult periods of his life. With me, it was my mother, who would not let me forget the dream God had called me into. At every opportunity, she would remind me of God's dream and how I used to go around the neighborhood praying for people. She would retell this story, how she was bedridden with the flu, along with my two brothers. And I was the only person in the house that was not sick. And one night, she woke up because she heard talking coming out of our bedroom. And she struggled out of bed to investigate what was going on. And when she got there, she saw me on my knees, praying this prayer. Lord Jesus, please heal my mama and my two brothers. They're sick, Lord, they need you. Will you make them well? My mother said she said boy get up and go to bed so i can go back to bed and get some rest according to mama the very next morning all three of them was well the flu was gone as i look back over my life i can clearly see that god was always with me in the midst of the war taking place over my soul between him and satan the dream that i had as a child has showed back up to real life As a child, I saw myself as a minister of deliverance. Sometimes God gives us a dream, but he does not give us the methods he would use to bring the dream to reality. I say this because today I am a field minister in the North Carolina Department of Adult Corrections, preaching, counseling, mentoring, and teaching classes in life recovery and training for spiritual growth. As a child, I believe God wanted to use me to heal the physical bodies of the sick. However, God is using this 70-year-old man to lead lost souls to spiritual enlightenment through Jesus Christ. It's a spiritual healing that's taking place today instead of a physical one that I thought God intended for me. Joseph's story and my story takes me to ask the question, is God real? And I'm going to answer this question with a poem that God gave me in 1997 while I was in the Carter County Jail awaiting trial on the charges that I've been charged with today. And i memorized this poem because my mother, Love this so much. Is God real? This I want to know. If he is not, then who created this show? I have to ask the question now that I can see. If God isn't real, then who created me? As I look around, there are things I want to know. Like who created the stars with such a lovely flow? What maintains the ocean from overflowing the land? And what made the mountains which are beautiful and grand? There's something at work to do all these things. Maybe it's just the magical force that roams around the land. But man do magic, and it's not so grand. He can't create a mountain or make the sun stand. But he created spaceships, trains, and cars, and they can carry us anywhere but to the stars. Since man can't reach the stars, who created them? Maybe there's a god higher than the stars we see. If God isn't real, again, who created me? Could it be man? Let's take a look and see. Man created medicine, but he can't keep me alive. So how could he create me, if he can't help me to survive? Did man make the wind? I don't think so. How could he do that, when he can't see how it comes or where it goes? So after examining all these things, I have to think to myself and then proclaim that God is real in every way. And if you don't believe it, just try. Live it another day. Some people ask me, how can I say that God is real when I have life without parole? Plus 15 years after that. Plus 12 years after that. And I've been in prison 26 and a half years. I said, because I would try for the death penalty. Satan wanted to kill me. God said no 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 the dream that I gave him has not been fulfilled yet so he touched the heart for the jury to give me a sentence of life instead of a sentence of death a dream I tell you that dream that was not fulfilled was a dream that I did not pursue a dream I had to be reminded of constantly. A dream that took 60 years to become reality. A dream that materialized in a different way than I saw it. And I will close by saying to you, what God has for you is for you because God is real. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. And I thank you for being the one, the only, and the true God that exists in everything we see and everything we do, that exists as the spiritual part of our makeup. And Father God, we thank you for having a purpose for our life that we can dream the dreams that you give us to dream. Amen.